How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Uh, you never know what might happen. Well, we know what happened in Tassie Racing a month or so ago, and there wasn't um, many racing participants that were pleased with it, but it seems to be getting back on its feet, and there's some movement at the station. Um, one of the uh, one of the better trainers uh, down in Tassie, or the the best trainer as far as I'm concerned down in Tassie, is Adam Trinder. Oh, yes. He's had some wonderful success over the last couple of years, and uh, it's my pleasure to welcome him to the Odds Couple this morning. Adam, welcome to you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Adam, uh, just update us. Where exactly are you at at the minute? The trials starting again soon in Tassie, and, and, and you're meant to be uh, up and going. Uh, exactly where do you stand? So trials have commenced. Uh, we trialled 15 there on Tuesday morning at Launceston Racecourse, uh, which which was a good productive day uh, from both a business perspective and a mental perspective, obviously, uh, to get back into the public arena and uh, have it have whilst it was only trials, but have a little bit of a competitive aspect about them. So uh, we're back trialling, and our first race meeting is scheduled for tomorrow fortnight, the 14th of June at mm-hmm. Launceston. So we, we're two weeks away from uh, kicking off from a racing perspective. Now, uh uh, Adam, you got Twitchy Frank in today in the fifth at Caulfield. Now, what was the process of her coming over? Because uh, she hasn't raced for the six weeks. You, you surely wouldn't have kept her here since her last run at Caulfield. Uh, so what was your process with staffing that to get her on the boat and to, and to have her running today at Caulfield? So to just take her back a step, so she's had her last two starts in, in Victoria. I sent her over to Bendigo 48, for the Bendigo race yep. 48 hours before that event, uh, but we just elected to leave her there because everything was up in the air uh, in between runs leading into that next Caulfield, Caulfield thing. And we didn't know with with the virus whether there would be a restriction of movement. So she stayed in Melbourne for the three and a half weeks uh, between runs there. And she just, just probably didn't do as well in the Melbourne environment. So we've, we brought her home straight after that race and we've just built her up for the last six weeks. Uh, she's in really good order. She uh, travelled over on Thursday evening. So uh, from a process point of view, I just come back and load her up at 8 o'clock on Thursday evening, put her on with the Carters, um, Tasmanian Horse Transport there. They took her over and she went to Caulfield to Henry Dwyer's there. And uh, she was there at 7 o'clock Friday morning and Henry and his team have, have looked after her for the last 24 hours. She'll race today, hopefully run really well and, and return home tomorrow. Oh, beautiful. Adam, Mystic Journey, she came over for the William Reid, flew home like a steam train, and then obviously everything went down. Was it in the plans to have a proper prep or did the coronavirus just shut that down completely for her? She was a victim of the virus, unfortunately. Sort of our thought process was William Reid and then Adelaide Carnival for the Sangster there, obviously, uh, Group 1 fillies and mares. But uh, once all the restrictions come into place, uh, the owner was adamant that she wasn't to travel without me. Uh, she could obviously still move between states, Melbourne, Adelaide and the like. But uh, Wayne Rosa was adamant that uh, if, if we couldn't uh, take her ourselves and, and use our own staff, she wasn't to race. So she had, uh, had six weeks off, returned at the start of May and well, she's, she's four weeks today uh, so she's she's back up and going and hopefully she's going to be the beneficiary of a really light autumn preparation. And with the COVID and uh, and no racing in Tassie uh, I, I know a lot of you trainers are up in arms how has this affected a lot of the businesses there because I know Scotty Brunton's he's shifted horses over here to the mainland with Lamming, Lamming and, and Paddy Payne um, just but as a whole in the, in the industry how, how has it affected uh, the Tasmanian trainers? 
So it's, it's, put, it's put a massive dent in it from a morale perspective, obviously, and uh, I can't speak for other trainers, but my business plan is prize money generated. Uh, training fees will cover costs uh, most months, uh, but in order to show any sort of profit, uh, my horses have to be out there earning prize money, hence a, a percentage for me. So we're, we're definitely operating in the red uh, from, from, a, from a business perspective, but uh, we're nearly back racing. Uh, I I would suggest it was it was a situation where we were shut down and it potentially could have been avoided. My understanding is is all of the wording of the situation we were, we were deemed a gathering and had permits for a social gathering as opposed to permits for a workplace. Uh, I think if we had been listed as a workplace, things would have been viewed very differently from a government that doesn't have a lot of racing understanding. Mm. Yeah, well, really? uh, Adam, it'll be uh, good to get the world back to a. Uh... Uh, semi-normal place and uh, see you guys racing again and the horses being able to come across Bass Strait and, and compete here in the carnival, in particular Mystic Journey. We wish you well with it all. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Good Thanks, Adam. Trinder joining us there, one of the prominent trainers in, in Tassie, and good to hear that they're back on He's deck. He's always great to speak, with, uh, speak to, isn't he? Speaks very well for a jump jockey. Correct. He would have had a few concussions in oh, his day. Absolutely. Professionalism, sir. Oh, very so positive, you, though. As many jockey. of us jockeys are. Very positive outlook on <laughs> something that's decimated his whole income, essentially. Well, as he said, he, yeah. he goes, just training fees just pay the staff and the mm. wages and that. Uh, so he's, he relies solely on prize money to make a living. So, yeah. And uh, the government's done nothing to help. But as he said, they're naive donuts. when it comes to horse racing, basically. Donuts. Any other outside of donuts, any other pearls as we go to the break? No, I'll keep them up my sleeve. We've got a big five hours of uh, joy. Six. Uh, you're six, only working sorry, five hours. Six, uh, my bad. Doing a train. <laughs> I was right. up at 3 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you have to say that? All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back uh, with uh, all the market movers and, of course, uh, tags. Quaddy for uh, this afternoon. We're heading to Mel- doing Melbourne today. Oh, it's near impossible. I have got a Sydney one, but that's for later on in the show. I've got a little $50 one in Sydney. That's oh, a good good positive start. Hey, Miss Einstein won out. Miss Einstein won out, see? Fantastic. We'll be back oh, in a minute. Go for the goat. I'd need to be Nostradamus. At Maccas, looking after you, our team, and the Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.